0: Welcome back to another episode of Small Talk the Podcast. We're so happy that you've joined us today. Today's episode is Food Inaccessibility and Equality in the Bible and Baltimore City. Hey everyone! Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so happy that each and every one of you all are here today and listening, and are interested in this topic today. It's a very different uh, topic that I've never really spoken about before. But in my food hunger and Bible theology class, we've been talking about uh, food in the Bible, (laughs) literally just that food hunger in the Bible. And there's so much to unpack there, and there's so much that I never thought. That was in the Bible about food, but food is really important, and I I hope to show you that today, but also doing some community research. I've lived in Baltimore City all of my life, and um, I'm so excited to get into some of the findings that I find. So let's talk about food deserts and accessing uh, the food in Baltimore. Like I said, I've lived in Baltimore City for most of my life, and I do personally believe that Baltimore is the greatest city on Earth, and it's not just a slogan that's on the benches that we have at our bus stops. But Baltimore has amazing homes, nightlife, churches on every corner, seafood, schools, and hospitals. However, uh, one of the biggest struggles to me that I've seen is the access that locals have to clean, safe, healthy, and um, healthy food. Uh, many areas over Baltimore City. Uh, Some of those areas that I want to focus on specifically today is the Alameda and uh, Greenmount and the Crestland Road area, and they all kind of intertwine and run into each other. Uh, The Alameda is one of the many streets in Baltimore City that's on the east side of Baltimore where I've lived most of my life. And The Alameda has many homes, schools, corner stores, and carryouts, and carryouts are food places that you can go in. It's not a sit down restaurant, but you go in and you order your food and it may be four wings with French fries and ketchup and salt and pepper on it. And it might be Chinese food, Um, but you go in there and you get that food and you come back out and you take that on your way. But throughout my research, I've discovered so many things that I want to share with each of you on each of you all, excuse me on today. Currently Here's a fact. According to the United States Census Bureau, the population of Baltimore City in 2021 was 576,498. Out of that number in 2022, it was counted that the number of homeless persons in our city was 1,600 people, which was all that they were able to count, which doesn't discount that there is more than 1,600 individuals who are homeless. And individuals who are hungry. Uh, So it would be safe to say that if you're homeless, you're also hungry and in need of food. That's my safe and healthy assumption that I am making. Um, I come to school every day and I drive all over Baltimore City, and the amount of homeless people, and just for some clarity, I'm coming from Parkville. Uh, Maryland, but when I drive into the city, the amount of homeless people and people who have signs on cardboard boxes, pizza boxes saying, I'm hungry or I need food, please help me, uh, God bless, are literally overwhelming. So why is it that these people are hungry? My answer for you all today is that there's food inequality in Baltimore City, and the access to safe, healthy food is just simply low there there's not a lot of access that these uh middle and below class workers and people have to safe and healthy food. If we focus on the Alameda area, the Crescent area, the the Greenmount area, but focus really mainly on the Alameda area mainly is that you will see like I said carry out corner stores stores that have Snacks and sometimes they have milk and sometimes they they have sodas and sometimes they have fresh fruit, but mainly it's a snack kind of place. And we call those corner stores here in Baltimore City because normally it's on a corner of a street. Um, And one grocery store that I have found, which is Shoppers, which is surrounded and in conjunction with Chinese restaurants, subways, and chicken carryout uh, places. And so for the average income in the United States, the average citizen makes a little over $60,000 a year. Keep that in mind. The average income in the United States for an average citizen, they make a little over $60,000 a year. But in Baltimore City, uh, the average income that a citizen makes is below that, and it's $54,000 a year. So this means if we put into retrospect... Uh, clothes. If we put into retrospect, bills uh, like rent and mortgage, and we do light bills and phone bills and education, there leaves a minimum uh amount of funds for food, and certainly um healthy food. And so the access to the food in in the Alameda area for those residents uh, that are affordable isn't food that are uh, vegetables. It's not healthy food. It's it's food that they can get. Um, how they can make ends meet. Something quick. Something fast. Chicken wings. Fries. Subway. A quick sandwich. Um, Chinese food. Something that is quick, um, easy, and affordable. You can get a little bit more bank for your buck. As uh, people say. A little bit more uh, food for the money. And so... Like I said, there aren't these affordable um, food places that are healthy. And so Alameda residents would typically have to travel outside of their community to get those healthier food options. Like we see not too far, maybe five to eight minutes away in the Towson area. Um, They have places like um, Fresh Market and Pure Raw Juice, Starbucks and Uh, markets like Sprouts and Trader Joe's and those healthier options that are found in Baltimore County versus what we see in Baltimore City. And so I have a biblical reference here that, that makes a lot of sense. And during the Bible days, like I said, food was very important. Food was important. Food was important. It showed your wealth. It showed your status. It showed your class. But um now how do we see food access and food inequality in the Bible? Um some of you all may be thinking. And you may be thinking that we don't see food inequality and and barriers to food access in the Bible, but guess what? We do. The good thing about the Bible is that we can't find uh that we can find, excuse me, current events and problems in it that relate to us today. And so we have a big, big, big problem with food inaccessibility, and we can find that in the Bible today. One very important reason that we don't have enough food and that there are food inequalities is because the practice of gleaning is fully extinct. Gleaning was when uh, you had your farmers and that they would plant uh, during the harvest season, but they would not take up everything, but they would leave some things in the fields for strangers, foreigners, widows, people that were in need. But we also see that we have transitioned into a greed aspect of like we see in the Last Supper reading. Um, the reasoning for this is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 17 through 34. And while this specific passage discusses the Last Supper, we fail to realize, and most people, I guess, don't know that the Last Supper was actually a meal. It was similar to the Passover meal, and it's still applicable because, like I said, the Last Supper was a meal. So, However, what crept in and what became a big, 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 big big portion of uh, this food inaccessibility Um, was status. However, class and status became dominant instead of caring for one another, one another, excuse me, and eliminating status, but recognizing that we are all God's creation. So if we take the time to look at each person as God's creation, and if we have too much, right, I could get into food waste, but I'd be going off and that would be Uh, about five or ten more minutes. But we have to realize that we are all God's creation. Stop worrying about status, right? Because we see that that in that time period, that status was a big portion. And that during this, it said, if you're hungry, Paul told them, if you're hungry, eat at home. That this was a symbolization and a representation of what Jesus had done for us. Instead, the rich people would have food, and the poor people would be sitting at the table with no food. And so we don't we don't share anymore. We don't uh, get into that practice of gleaning. We don't do these things. But it's something that we need to do more. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening and joining in to today's podcast episode we pray and hope that you were truly blessed with today's episode stay connected with us on instagram at small the brand underscore once again that's small talk the brand underscore if you have any questions comments if you have something in a conversation that you want us to indulge in and participate in you can email us at small talk the brand at gmail.com small talk the brand At gmail.com. And remember to continue to listen to us on all podcast platforms.